and you're here with Joe for the Friday Lunchtime Show. We have a regular friend of Yas FM. We have Jim Hutton, and he's here in the studio, and he's come to say hello. Hi, Jim. Hello, Jill. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for popping in. But you've come to talk to us about a couple of things today. We've got lots going on. Um, the first one is the Murrum Bateman Field Days, which I know you're going to be a big part of. Introduce a new element to the Field Days this year, which is the Lost Trade Artisan Area. Um, we don't normally have a particular Lost Trades area. We would enjoy the Yas Antique Machinery Club, and they come along with their Billy Tea and their damper making, and of course their tractor pulls. But we've never had tradescraft people that come mm. along. So we're delighted that you'll be there this field days with your craft. So would you like to share a little bit more about what you do? I think most people probably do know what you do. But, well, maybe um, not. But yeah, look, um, I carve wooden spoons, hand carve wooden spoons out of locally sourced wood uh, from the Yass Valley. And, um, you know, uh, thanks very much for asking us to sort of take this up because um Myself and a bunch of others uh, around Australia try and keep some of these lost trades alive. The purpose this year is to try and draw in a few other artisans um, from around Victoria and New South Wales. And I've got uh, hopefully another five spoon carvers coming up. Uh, and so we will be demonstrating how you carve um, the spoons from log to spoon uh, using axes, um, knives, various types of knives. Um, and the homemade tools that we uh, we use to achieve that. Uh, so we'll be demonstrating up in the Lost Trades area um, and uh, people have a, uh, an opportunity to browse and shop if they would like. So carving spoons, um, a spoon is quite a small implement, but I've seen mm. you at work and I know that actually quite a lot of work goes into making a spoon. So there's quite a lot to show and share when mm. you're working, isn't there? So it's like taking a log from its tree trunk form. Yes. So how do you get a spoon from a log? <laughs> With a little bit of hard work um, uh, and brute force um, and a lot of pleasure, actually. Um, so we take the basic, you take a log, uh, usually about um, between 9 and 12 inches long. I'm sorry, I'm a I'm, I'm old-fashioned, um, maybe What's 25, to, 25 <laughs> to 30 centimetres. Um, uh, and then we'll uh, split the log in half and then split it again into quarter. Uh, depending on the, the diameter of the log, uh, you can either get um, four, uh, four quarters or eights or twelfths, depending on the size of the log. Um, and then you'll use the axe to square... Uh, the billet off billet is what we call that section of wood that you've carved out uh, and you'll square that off um, take the excess wood off and then you'll draw your spoon shape on there with a pencil or pen and um, some people draw them freehand others will use templates that they've um, made uh, for the particular design of spoon that they want to achieve and of course it can be anything from a small mustard spoon or teaspoon, salt spoon, right up, right up to a ladle uh, and everything in between. And one of the, one of the fun things is, is um, choosing what type of spoon to make from the piece of wood. Because until you split a log in half, you don't know what the grain looks like, you don't know what the colour is like. Um, and, uh, but for most of us, the journey starts um, when you open the wood up and see what you're going to get. 
So it's not a straightforward process. There's a lot of thought and love and attention goes into these spoons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest breakthrough in spoon making is when you realize that it's not going to work and you throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, everything starts as firewood and usually ends up as firewood as well. So nothing's wasted in the spoon making process. So you said you had five other spoon makers coming Mm. to join you for um, this exercise. And I know it's going to be quite a good display because you'll be cutting the wood with the axe and then doing Mm. the carving. So where do they come from? Um, right. What are their backgrounds? Okay, we've got Ash from AC Woodworks. Uh, Ash, Ash is up in Jugiyong. Um He's a really fine carver and, and a very fast carver as well. Um, uh, and he, he's he been experimenting recently with colouring his spoons. Um, so he applies milk paint to them and has these beautiful handles. So that'll be interesting. I hope he could, he's going to do some of that um, there to show us. Um, we've got Polly and Rachel coming up from Eden. Um, Polly, uh, you know, obviously Eden on the coast, uh, carves with Banksia, uh, which is uh, grows prolifically in the coastal region. And Banksia has got a beautiful grain, quite dark grain. Um, and uh, his style of carving is, is pretty unique. And he makes some fantastic um, big spoons. Um, and uh, we've also got Darren and Ashka coming up from Jindabyne. Uh, and so a lot of their uh, a lot of their uh, spoons are carved from snow gum uh, and trees that uh, grow mountain ash that grow prolifically in the snowies, um, and so they'll that hopefully bring wood from that area, um, and it, it just gives you different colours, different grains, different textures, uh, and again, uh, I think we're all unique in our own way in the way that we convert the log into a spoon um, and so plenty of variety. So that leads on to the big question what is the special wood that we have here in the Yass Valley which perhaps we could make a commemorative Murrumbateman <laughs> Field Day spoon from? <laughs> well I wouldn't say we've got anything special um, we've got we've got many woods in the Yass Valley um, so currently I'm carving with uh, walnut which is sourced from a friend in Young um, uh, he had a, a tree truck by lightning and, and uh, had to take down a couple of um, dodgy limbs. Uh, so some lovely walnut. Um, I worked with silky oak uh, from uh, a farm in Murrum Bateman. Um, pin oak. Uh, uh, birch uh, from the Murrum Bateman area um, from a friend there who lost, uh, lost some in the drought. Um, plenty Manchurian pear. Um, from your friend Matt Townsend and a bunch of um, uh, stock from him uh, from a tree that came down during the, the storms last year. Okay. So it's a whole so, bit, a, a mixture, a lot of fruit trees. Um, mm. They tend to be quite white um, and uh, and very wet, uh, which is great for, great for and kind for the tools. So it's sort of the wood that you find sort of recycling um, recycling the wood that you find around the valley. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so people, I've got to a stage now where I'm well enough known that people phone me up and say, hey, do you want a piece of this uh, that's come down in the wind? Um, oh, beautiful. And so that's quite nice. So, now, so the trees know, we, are I'm, very special, aren't they? So yeah. it's a nice memento if you have a special yeah. tree. So I'm not can... chopping trees down to get wood. <laughs> the, the trees are coming down of their own cord. Yeah. And um, people at Chris Beck and Tyne uh, is always good for letting me know that he's got a piece of something that I might be interested in. So we can put a little call out there. So if you have a special piece of wood in your garden, in your yard, <laughs> that uh, you would like turned into a spoon, Jim is your man. Yeah, thank you. 
So just to recap, we've got, it's not just spoons we'll have. We're going to have um, leather makers. Uh, I believe mm. we've got a blacksmith and we also will have spinners um, demonstrating their craft. So it's very exciting. Um, and just really to finish, I mean, funnily enough, I was watching on television just the other day, um, Restoration Australia, mm. which is all about doing up old um, 18th century houses or 19th century houses. And they had the lost trades movement from Victoria. Yes, there was a chap there. Very big. And yeah. um, he was using all his lost trade friends to make his house. So there's been a real resurgence in lost trades. Um, mm. Do you find that it's becoming more popular um, as you go around all these fairs and uh, markets? Do you find yes. people are very interested yeah, in I, lost I, trades? I had the real pleasure of being invited to the Cosiosco Huts Association. Uh, annual gathering and they've got um, their mission in life is to keep the the old huts refurbished and maintained using the traditional skills and crafts so I met people that could make um, oak shingles uh, for the roofs uh, cleave logs uh, for the uh, joists and um, and walls of the the wooden huts and uh, and they were using broad axes and uh, spe special tools that you know you, you just don't see around anymore um, to shape the logs and it was hard work but fantastic that, that people are still around doing those things yeah and, so they're uh, not going away is it it's coming back it's all yeah, coming back yeah. modern technology will not be replaced by a bit yeah. of hard work and elbow grease that's right <laughs> so jim thank you very much for coming in to talk to us about the field days now i know you're going to stay with us and in the next hour you're going to um, share a little bit about the yas um, valley's business chamber and the council's small business month which has lots of things coming up um, over the october so you're going to stay with us and talk about that but i very kindly offered you a tune to play um, mm. as a request and um, for listeners of my show, um, you will know that I'm a great fan of Kylie and Taylor Swift. So I did ask Jim for his favourite Kylie song. And <laughs> what have you have given one. me, Jim? What have you given me? <laughs> I've given you Johnny Flynn, uh, who's an English uh, folk artist. And um, the song he wrote for The Detectorist, which is a, a, a lovely, gentle comedy programme about um, people that use metal detectors to search for treasure. And did I was listening to it? It's a lovely little song, and um, am I right in saying the opening line is, "I will search for you all over the earth," um, which is a lovely line, but even made funnier because it's metal detectoring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, enjoy this beautiful tune, and we'll catch up with Jim in the next hour talking about Small Business Month. <laughs> 